Right, so uh, yesterday I mentioned, last minute or so, I mentioned the tefillah of, uh, of uh, uh, Yigdal. So the tefillah of Yigdal, <coughs> again, it's, it's somewhat controversial. As by, the, by the Mekubalim, they don't, uh, they don't say Yigdal. So it's like this. What, what exactly is the Shavach, the, the song of Yigdal? So as I mentioned, it's a, it's a, it's a Shavach that sort of incorporates Yud Gimel Ikrim. So I'll spend a few minutes to talk about what the concept of the Yudgim Lekim is. We know that it, it, nowhere in Chazal is there any uh, indication, really, of there being such a concept that within Torah, there are certain ideas, certain concepts which are Iker, as opposed to other things which are not Iker. It's, uh, it's an invention of the Rambam. Um, huh? So that Sarah said there is interesting. So if you ask the average person, they probably say, like, why are these ten... Because they're the most important. Mm-hmm. It's not true. Well, Signaiv is, uh, is the most important. I mean, it's, it, the, 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 the Pshat with Esar Sadibris is that, for whatever reason, these are ten that, um, that uh, all of Tariag Mitzvahs are incorporated and they're considered to be like the seeds of old Tyra. But it's not the Pshat that these ten are more important or more Iker. When the Ramam is inventing the 13 Ikra, it means that these are... These are the most important, and uh, if a person, uh, you have to believe in these 13. So this is a question that the Rishonim dealt with. Uh, the contemporaries of the Rambam, later in the Rambam, the Barbanel has a whole safer about it. There was a big debate. I mean, what do you, what do you, where are you coming from, Bechlav, that you have these Yudgim Lekrim? That, that's one question that they had. Is like, what's motivating the Rambam to even come up with this idea? And second of all, if you are making a list of Ikrim, then uh, the Varinot, the Rishonim, a lot of, lot of uh, Rishonim are going to talk about this, um, Rishonim, that if you're going to make a list, then you, can be, you, could, you could boil it down much more than just 13. I mean, there's a lot of things over there that are somewhat repetitive. Uh, I'm not going to go through the, the Rishas. Like, for example, I think in the Barbanel, basically, he says, fine, if you're going to have Ikrim, I could come up with three that incorporate all the 13. So these are the questions. What exactly is motivating the Rambam to come up with 13 Ikrim? Mechtes is such an idea. And if you are, then you could boil it down even further. Why are you, why are you being so expansive to the 13? Like, uh, one, like one of the Ikrim is uh, that there's such a thing as reward and punishment, okay? And there's another Ikrim that is going to be Tchies and Mesim. It's all one of the same. There's uh, reward and punishment. Why do, do you have to be so elaborate within the 13? So it's like this. The Briskorov used to explain it as follows. <coughs> The Rambam, the, the, the motivation of the Rambam to create Yudgim Ikrim is part of a general philosophy that the Rambam had, which is the following. The Rambam in Marnavuchim talks about this, which is that in order for, in order for a Yid to have Nitzchis, in order for a Yid to have Olam Haba, the Rambam understood that what remains after 120 is one's intellect. There's such a thing in the writings of the Rambam and philosophy in general, which is that a person has to develop oneself in life. If a person is, when a person is born, so to speak, their intellect, kiviachal, is, uh, it's all potential. It's all potential. They don't know anything. The guy doesn't know anything. The Ramam understood that after 120, what remains is your consciousness. And what is your consciousness? Well, your consciousness is, uh, is something that developed over the course of your life. Uh, your memories, your ideas, your personalities, your experiences, your knowledge, and so on. Now, the Ram understood that because of that, since we're talking about after 120, living forever and going on forever, connected to the Rabbanu Shalom, the only way that's possible is if you have developed, intellectually speaking, 
in Tyra and in your awareness and in your knowledge of the Rabbana Shalom. The only way for a neshama, for a consciousness to continue on forever in the view of the Rambam is if they've had some level of development in their life in terms of spiritual understanding and spiritual awareness of the Rabbana Shalom. If a person goes through life without any, without developing their consciousness in terms of, of the Rabbana Shalom and, and spirituality, then there's pushed nothing left of the person after 120 to continue on in the spiritual world. There's nothing there. The, all, they, all they know is matters of this world, and that level of identity, that level of self, just won't be able to connect. That's not a, a shidduch with Oilam Haba. Therefore, the Ram, what, in the Rambam's view, he was doing an unbelievable service for Kla Yisrael, which is that he was giving Kla Yisrael the most basic, you know, worst case scenario. This, these are the most basic elements of spiritual and godly truth that a Jew has to know in order to have a, a, a self after 120, in order to, in order to live on forever in Olam Haba. The, you, you, you want to know Shas and Paiskim, you want to know philosophy, you want know Kabbalah, Gavaldik, that'll be, it'll, it'll enhance your connection to the Rabbi Hashanah after 120 even more. But if you don't know anything, then there's no Olam Haba for you. If you don't know anything, there's no Nitzchias, there's no eternity for you, because there, there, your spiritual consciousness has completely not developed. There's nothing there. There's nothing to live on. There's nothing there. So what the Ramam did by creating 13 Ikrim is that he was trying to establish that these are 13, the most basic principles, that if you know this, Al-Kalpanim, you'll have some Nitzchias. You'll have some, some spiritual consciousness after 120 to be able to live on forever in a spiritual world. Without even these 13, there's plus nothing there. There's nothing there. Now, this, that, that's what's motivating him, and that's why he wasn't so makbit to be so, you know, okay, this is unnecessary. You could, you could decipher this cloud, this fundamental principle from the other fundamental principle. The whole purpose of him creating a Gilmakerim was for people that didn't know anything. People that are not the big philosophers, the big Lamdanim. It was for people that, without these 13 principles, they know nothing about their Banishon, they know nothing about Yiddishkeit, they know nothing about anything beyond you know, the physical world. And for those people, without being very clear and straight, these are the things that you have to know, then the person's not going to push it after 120. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's, it, it, he's all potential, there's, no, there's, no, there's nothing there to, to move on. Now this was motivating the Rambam. This is the philosophy that was motivating him. That's because of this. The Mukubalim are, uh, let's say the word violently opposed, they're not violent, but uh, vehemently opposed to this, to this way of thinking. The Moral talks about this in great length, all the Mukubalim, that chas v'shom to think that all a person is, is their consciousness and their memories and their ideas and their knowledge to say that if you don't have knowledge or you don't have certain basic ideas, then there's nothing left of you after 120. By all the Mekabalim, this is Bechlal, completely not true. The Neshama, the, the Nefesh Elakis, the godly soul that every Jew has, is a Chelek Elakami Mal Mamish, is a piece of the divine. It, it's godly by itself. Of course, the more a person knows, the more uh, it, it, you'll enhance that connection and you'll, and you'll develop your Neshama and you'll bring all the Kaychas out. But to say that without knowledge, without any understanding, you have nothing and there's no, there, there is no you after 120 Chas Vashon. The Neshama lives on forever. This is why... By the Mukabal and the very idea of the Rigimalikrim, the okay, these are, they're all they're, they're they're true principles. It's not, no one's disagreeing with that. But to make it such a thing that you have these uh, you have to have these thir- these thirteen. By the Mukabal, it was uh, it's Bachlal not there, there was no by them there's no motivation to create thirteen principles because it, it because by them, even if you have a Jew that 
you know, was raised completely religious, doesn't know about these 13, or a person doesn't have uh, the intellectual capabilities of even understanding these 13. By the Mekubalim, the, the neshama has its own essence. The neshama is something. It's not a matter of, of developing intellectually. It's mamasha. It's a mitzias aluki. It's a godly mitzias. And that lives on forever. There's no question about it. So that's, um, again, this is why um, it's a beautiful shavach. It's a beautiful shavach. And again, what it's incorporating are true are true fundamental points. But again, the, whether or not Virgilinikrim is something that, you know, uh, uh, is necessary, because otherwise there's nothing left of a, of a Yid, that's something the Kabbalah very much uh, disagreed upon. So, uh, no, we should be zaycha to, uh, to know as much as possible, but also to know that if a person doesn't know anything, it's also, you know, there's also something left of a person. You know, Tachlis Adi Tachlis Adi Thank you, Mr. Dabbing, it seems like based on